0: LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Mino Line Media presents Business First.
1: Hi, all, and welcome to a new episode of Business First with Sonia Aline. I am your host. And today we have the owner and founder, of a dynamic website that supports Black businesses. It's called Black Oceans. And here to talk about it is Miss Leah Freeman Haskins. Welcome, Leah.
2: Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. It's great to Uh, meet you.
1: So excited to have you here. We looked at the website and um, loved all of the images and the color and the messaging that comes off of it. Um, in terms of supporting founders mm-hmm. and um, and creators, what was the inspiration for for you creating this site?
2: Oh wow, so I created it in twenty twenty and I mean twenty twenty was a crazy year for everyone. <laughs> um, it was kind of mm-hmm. you know we were a few months into the pandemic. It was also we were coming that summer we were coming off of the murder of George Floyd and kind of yeah. the start and the height of the Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. movement. Um, And I was, like so many of us, just heartbroken by all of the headlines that were coming out of the Black community when it came to the murders and the pandemic and how it was affecting small Black-owned businesses at an exponential rate. And I wanted to do something. Um, I kind of wanted to change that narrative in the media. I wanted to do something that would uplift the community and spotlight the creativity and inspiration and beauty that was coming out of the Black community. And so I started the website. Right. And it was completely a passion project. I had zero expectations at the time. I didn't know if anyone would read it, but it was something that I felt like I needed to do. I needed a creative outlet. Um, I was stuck at home, like so many of us. And so I, I, needed a space, um, a space to share my talents and my voice and my passion. Um, and so that's kind of how it all started. And really, it's been the outpouring of support from the community that has kept me going every day. Um, wow. I've really been amazed by how supportive everyone has been and all the connections that have happened from it and the networking and people reaching out. I mean, it's just been really amazing. So that's the thing that's really kept me going for for two years now
1: like you said it was the perfect thing to start in 2020 because we were so disconnected from each other in so many different ways i'm also really inspired by the amount of of people or the, you know the, the the people that we've spoken to even on the show who started so many of their businesses during um the pandemic you had the perfect background though for this it's your you you're in you were in marketing Mm -hmm. And you're a writer. And so you were able to combine the, you know, I was, it's funny enough, I was just talking to someone about how even journalism today, you know, there was always some level of marketing in it, but today writing anything on, on the internet is really driven by marketing. And so Mm. you really had a perfect background to be able to create a platform like this.
2: Yeah. You know, I did. I, I, I was often criticized, you know, when it came to my resume, my experience, because I hopped around a lot um, and I think I was always trying to find that fit. Um, but, you know, I, I did PR, I did marketing, I did sales, I did account management, writing, photography, graphic design. <laughs> you know, I really did bounce around quite a bit in my career. Um, but then when it came to putting Black Oceans together, it was like, you know, a light bulb went off. It was like all of these experiences were actually really a benefit um, to me and, and in terms of growing Black Oceans and creating this the platform that it is today. Um, all of those aspects from my professional career really have played a huge part in the success of Black Oceans. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for all of that experience and kind of the the tools that it allowed me to, to gain over the years. Yeah, I'm glad you talked about that
1: because I, I hear that from a lot of people and I think I was like that as well, like the wanting to be able to do different things and wanting to have the freedom to do different things, but worried about what that was going to look like. Like what story am I gonna tell on my resume if I'm looking for um, a new position? But did you feel like there was, um, sometimes I feel it's, it's, was it restlessness sometimes? Or was it just the need to experience yeah. something
2: else? I think it was rest- restlessness. I, But I also think I'm a very creative person and I think I was nervous to dive head first into a creative endeavor. Um, So I was kind of, you know, taking these jobs because they look good on my resume um, and they weren't fulfilling. You know, at the end of the day, they just weren't fulfilling to me. So I found myself kind of hopping around a lot and that became, you know, restlessness. Um, And, you know, I always kind of had something on the side that was my creative outlet. So, you know, I was shooting photography for Time Out LA when I was in Los Angeles, or I was, uh, you know, doing graphic design for people on the side, you know, and that was kind of my way of always having that creative outlet there. But I was really afraid to kind of dive into it full time. Um, So I think that really contributed a lot to my restlessness and kind of my jumping around from from job to job. And the beauty of it is you can see all of it on the site. You know, (laughs) you
1: you. can see the you can see the the artistic um, creations The the, the, I really love the site, just the images and and the way it's laid out. um, It invites you in to want to know more about Black Ocean. So what, what do you expect people to discover when they come to your site?
2: Well, my hope is that they'll discover a new Black-owned brand. You know, that's really kind of the the point of the whole thing is I want people to come there discover a Black-owned brand and then buy something, make a purchase from that Black-owned brand and become a lifelong loyal customer. Um, I really feel like, you know, when you read about the stories behind these founders and kind of their creative journeys and their inspiration behind their work, I'm hoping that it creates kind of a personal connection between the founder Mm -hmm. and the reader. Um, And, you know, my hope is that that'll create a lifelong customer for that brand. Um, so that's really my hope with people coming to the website, you know, they'll discover a brand, but they'll also purchase and become a lifelong customer and share that information or share that brand with another friend. And kind of, you know, a lot of, a lot of this happens through word of mouth. So I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping that also happens.
1: And what are some of the businesses that people can find or the categories of business that people can find?
2: So Black Oceans right now is really two parts. We have an editorial side, which focuses on lifestyle, beauty, fashion, and kids. And 95% of those companies that we feature there are e-commerce companies. So you can literally you know, read about them, fall in love with them, and then make a purchase directly online from anywhere in the world, since we have viewers from all over the world. So those are really the four main categories um when it comes to the editorial side and the editorial content can be anything from interviews with founders yeah so they're more like listicles so some of our you know top 10 um black owned bridal companies or um Uh, fresh makeup looks for summer. Um, And then the other side of the website is we have a Black-owned directory. So I found that I was getting a lot of inquiries from Black-owned businesses that were more in the services industry. So hair salons, nail salons, um, restaurants, and they didn't necessarily fit in the requirements for the editorial side. So I started the directory as a place that really can feature any and all Black-owned businesses, oh, wow. um, and there's a small nominal fee to kind of subscribe to that directory, um, but it it it's the space where really I had a solution to those other brands that I for- unfortunately, you know, wouldn't necessarily feature on the editorial side, so those are kind of the two sides of the Black Ocean website right now.
1: How do you see it evolving, or have you thought
2: oh, about absolutely. it yet? I think okay. about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I would really love to launch a marketplace. You know, I think that that makes the most sense where people can actually, you know, read the stories about the founders and then purchase directly through Black Oceans. Um, so, you know, that would be my, that's, that's my goal right now is to launch that marketplace. I'm also really interested in partnering with other brands, other marketplaces where I could provide editorial content. Um, I would love to do video reviews. I know, you know, people just eat up video content right now. So I feel like that's one aspect that's really missing on the website. Um, So at some point I would like to launch video reviews so we can have that element on the website as well. I'm a team of one though. So, you know, actually I just hired a part-time writer, my first hire, which is really exciting. So we're able to push out more content, which is great. But for the most part, and for really the the last year and a half, I've been a team of one. So I do kind of have to manage those expectations and kind of the bandwidth that I have um, in terms of all the aspects of the website that I'm managing.
1: It's, and that's why it's so wonderful that you have such that uh, such a background because you are doing all, all of it right the f- photographs the copy the layout all of it and it looks yes. it looks great. Thank looks you. Great. Thank
2: you so much.
1: Um, you're also an author. Yeah, or about to be an author.
2: Yes. So this yeah. is very exciting. So um, I've been a writer my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I studied English at Boston College, and um, I've written for a couple of online publications. Um, But I wrote a children's picture book recently. Um, Actually, it's been a few years now. It takes a long time to publish a children's (laughs) picture book, which was very surprising (laughs) to me. Um, So I wrote a, a picture book that is titled The Last Two Crayons. And it takes place in a children's art class. And there are only two crayons left in the art class. The brown, two brown crayons are the only two crayons left. And this, this student gets stuck with the brown crayons and she, you know, is kind of teased and told that she can only draw mud and, you know, dog poop and all these terrible brown things. And in the end, she ends up drawing beautiful brown pictures, including a picture of her family and herself at the end. Um, So it's really just about the beauty and the color brown. Um, So that is going to be, it's my debut children's picture book, which will be published uh, by Groundwood Books in spring of 2023, but it's taken about three years to publish. So it's been quite (laughs) quite an experience, but I've I've loved every minute of it. It's been really fun to see how uh, just the creative process of, of creating a picture book unfolds. It's really fascinating and fun. And what was the inspiration for that? A couple things. It came obviously from my own experience. Um, there was a book in the, in the in the '60s called "Brown Is a Beautiful Color" that my mom gave me when I was really young, um, and that really and it was just about a little boy kind of walking through uh, his neighborhood and kind of seeing all these beautiful brown things. So that was very much an inspiration for me. Um, and then, yeah, again, just my own personal experiences um, growing up in predominantly white spaces and and you know dealing with those stigmas. Do you suspect that you will be writing more books or more children's books like do you like this
1: this genre of writing? I do.
2: Yeah, I do. I have two sons. I have a 7-year-old and a 9-month-old and it was really when my 7-year-old was born that I started, you know, kind of diving into the world of picture book writing. You know, it was I was reading a lot of picture books at the time. <laughs> really didn't have much time to read my own things, so I it, it was great because I realized kind of it was the perfect marriage between you know the visual arts that I love and writing. Um, so it's it's yeah. something that I've really, really grown to love. Um, I am working on another manuscript, so we'll see what happens. Okay. Going back to Black Oceans, what's some of the feedback
1: that you get from your featured founders?
2: Um yeah, I get a lot of gratitude. I get a lot of thank yous, which is really I mean that's that's all I need. That's wonderful. Um you know, thank you for creating this platform. Um thank you for showcasing our brand. Thank you for all, all you know, all that you do. Those are really the the treasure that's the treasured feedback that I get. Um and it's it's really heartwarming. Um, I've had a lot of people kind of making connections, which is also great. So, you know, I get emails saying, you know, you should meet this person, you should connect with this person, Mm. doing something similar, you guys should partner. Um, So that's been great, because it's a it's a great way to kind of build the network and build the community and meet new people. You know, I work from home. And like all of us, I guess a lot of us right now working from home during a pandemic can be very isolating. So it's nice to see that 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 commute, sense of community and kind of networking can still exist in a, in a very virtual world and a virtual platform. So yeah. um, it's been, it's been really lovely. Would you say that this is the start of your entrepreneurial journey? I hope so. Yeah, okay. I really do. Um, you know, I've applied for grants, I've applied for accelerator programs. So I'm hoping, you know, something comes to fruition with those opportunities. Right now I do work full time. So I'm kind of, you know, balancing both, but I would love to do Black Oceans full time. That would be, that would be my dream. So I'm hoping um, you know, some of these connections that I've made and some of these upcoming programs will help launch that um, and make that happen.
1: And so what would you say to someone who is working a full-time job and <laughs> wanting to start this, this project that, you know, is burning in their spirit or something that they feel inspired by um, based on your process and, and, and the result, what would you say to someone who wanted to start something?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest roadblock is just feeling overwhelmed you know, and I'm, I'm the same way. You have this final pro- product in your head and then you start thinking about all the steps you need to get there. And that's really overwhelming. Um, and I think for me, that has stopped me from doing so many things <laughs> in the past. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, if you can just focus on each step at a time, that would be my advice. Take the very first step. Once that's complete, take the next step. You know, it doesn't have to be this huge overwhelming project. Um, I think also just, you know, going into it with an open mind, and if you're doing it out of passion with, you know, no huge expectations, you're just doing it for the love of doing it, you know, you really have nothing to lose. Um, so I would say, yes, go ahead and take that first step. That's uh, that that would be my advice. Where can people find you? So uh, I have uh, my emails posted on Black Oceans, the website BlackOceans.com. So that's B-L-K-Oceans.com. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram, which is just at Black Oceans. Those are probably the two best ways to contact me. Um, again, my email is posted there. Those are the best ways. And and what's the process
1: for, um, even if somebody felt that, oh, you know, I'd like to be featured here. Like what is, you know, what do you look for when you're featured? You have the directory where you said, yes. you know, almost anyone can... Um, be featured in the directory, um, but for the, for your editorial features, what would you suggest, or what would you tell someone who's interested in being featured? Yeah, absolutely. My
2: my email is on the website. It's leah, L-E-A-H, at blackoceans.com. Feel free to shoot me an email. You can also, like I mentioned, just DM me on Instagram. Um, the things I look for really, obviously, is to fall within the four categories for editorials. That's lifestyle, fashion, beauty, and kids. Lifestyle is, such a, is really a general category, so that really does that You know, it does include a lot of different companies. so yes, I, I love brands that have kind of an e-commerce platform again that anyone can access from around the world and shop directly. That doesn't necessarily negate a brand, but that is something a plus that I look for. Um, I'm also a very visual person. So ninety-five percent of the images on Black Oceans are actually coming from the brands themselves. Wow. So I'm also looking at your website, your social media, I'm looking at the marketing, I'm looking at the branding, I'm looking at the aesthetics. Um, do I feel like it fits the 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 Black Oceans brand, do I feel like it would add to kind of the beautiful imagery on our website? Um, Those are things that I'm definitely looking for. Um, We also, you know, we're looking for quality brands. So again, I'm looking at the website, Instagram, social media to kind of determine that quality level. But, you know, it's rare that we say no to anyone. Um, If we don't do a full interview feature, we would certainly, you know, feature a brand in one of our listicles, one of our top six or top 10 articles. You know, it's an inclusive community. We want to support everybody, especially small businesses. So it's rare that we would that we would turn someone away. And if it isn't a fit, then I would direct them to the to the directory and say, you know, we would love to have you join that community. And how can you subscribe to the directory? Yeah, there's a link on the website. If you click on the directory link, in the navigation tab, it will take you to our directory. And there's a link there that says register your brand. Um, so it's just a $50 subscription for the year. And that includes a full page profile that includes an image and a summary, um, and then links to your website and your social media. And uh, your profile will live there in our Black-owned directory. And then we'll also um, post about your business on our Instagram page twice during the year.
1: Wow. Okay. Well, it's a wonderful service. It's a wonderful platform. Thank you. Gives you the best in in everything. We'll um, bring you back when the book is published next year. And so, um, yeah, continued success
2: and thank um, you and and
1: support. Absolutely. Thank you you so much for being here.
2: It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me and for supporting Black Oceans. I really appreciate it. You are welcome. And thank you all for listening. We'll be back again next week with another
1: great guest. Take care.
0: The Business First Podcast is hosted and produced by Sonia Lee. Associate producer, Ariel Mancibo. Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Find the Business First Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. And on social at business underscore first underscore podcast on IG. The Business First Podcast is a Mean Old Line Media production.